1: Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at PurdueGlobal.edu.
2: This is Intimate Knowledge with Megan King. Shh, it's a show about sex.
3: Welcome back to Intimate Knowledge everybody. I'm your host Megan King and today we are so excited. I I have Alexis Bellino on the show today. She was on The Real Housewives of Orange County for four seasons. She beat me. I was on for 3. We weren't on at the same time, but Alexis and I have become friends and um she we've we've kind of been there for each other over the years. We have a lot of lot in common and um she's also a Missouri girl. We she was in St. Louis recently. So I'm excited to chit chat with her about One particular episode from um, the season I was on, season 10 with Jim, we go to a sex party that Tamara's hosting. And this is the infamous episode where Vicky predicts that Jim and I will have only five years of marriage until we are divorced, to which she was precisely accurate. Alexis Bellino, thank you so much for being on the show today. We um we're going to talk about The Real Housewives of Orange County season 10 um especially a special scene in this particular episode. The reason that I wanted to talk to you about this scene even though we weren't on the show at the same time. You were on for 4 seasons before me. I was on for 3 seasons after you. Right. But you and I know each other. We met at an event in Orange County, right? We've yes. mutual friends. Yep. And then but that was before I was ever cast for the show. Right you were And so then, were consider- I think you were considering it then because you did ask me um, advice. Okay. Yeah. Because then we met for lunch and <laughs> I remember you were like, we have to go like sit somewhere where nobody can see us because people will speculate because that was back in the days before people, there was like a lot of hints being dropped about right. what was happening in the upco- upcoming season. We still, you know, made a big secret. Who's a new cast member? All of that. Right. So yeah, it was, it was fun. You gave me some great advice and we're both from Missouri. Yeah, I know. We just kinda clicked immediately. So it's cool. I know. A few weeks now ago we, you were in St. And Louis. And now we were
4: both married to Jims and then we were both divorced and then we both have twins. So wow, our our lives are like, like right. parallel. Right.
3: <laughs> I know. You have uh yeah, twins and a singleton, just like me. Yep. Well, I I'm just like you, I guess, because you're first. Yeah,
4: I'm thanks, thanks a lot. Don't <laughs> rub
3: in that older. <laughs> I love it. So um the reason okay, so the reason I want to do this recap so I have I've been doing recaps on my YouTube channel and there's so much fun. it's fun to look back on on these episodes and talk about what life was like at the time because a lot of people don't know what's behind that fourth wall, especially in the earlier seasons. And the fourth wall is basically a fancy way of saying uh, production, right. And, you know, what goes on behind the scenes, the cameramen's the men the, and, and women, the setting up of the scene, you know, because you have to get permits at these restaurants. Exactly. So we can't plan what restaurants we're going to. There's it's they have to do up. some. Yeah. Some yeah. like bureaucratic legwork to make sure everything lines up perfectly. But you notice so- they're, they're breaking that
4: fourth wall a lot more these days.
3: I know. And that's, so I like that they're doing that. I think it's, I think that it's beneficial because any viewer understands that it's reality television, that there's cameras there.
4: And I wish they'd done that when you and I were on, because that would have made filming such a different experience and so much in my mind, just so much easier and more fun, almost. You know, like just. I think so too. So stressed
3: about what you're going to say is wrong, or. I also think, though, that back when we were on, it was probably a little bit easier to hide some things if you didn't want something to be exposed on television. Whereas now, there's it's there's no old bar, no, yeah. There nobody gives anybody privacy. If you're on TV, the general public thinks that you are fair game. Hundred percent, and friends. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's, it's sad now.
4: though. It's sad that certain things are said though, because anyone listening or watching the show takes it to be true and it might not be true. It might not, nothing that was said on that one thing might not be true. And, and people just take it to task and think, yes, it is. That must be true because it was set on national television, you know, right? like Tamara said, Tamara uh, claimed at once in one of my seasons that Jim and I were bankrupt. And it's like, it was like, Oh my gosh. But then people, then it's, Bible. It. it's like, it, everybody believes believed it. it. It hurt some of Jim's business. Cause he's a, a money man. You know, he uses his money to invest other things, you know, money, man. So uh uh-huh. it, it affected us greatly. And then it's like,
3: it's not true. I just had, um, Brandy Glanville on and she f- famously announced that she hooked up with Denise Richards and Denise <sighs> was currently a cast member on uh, Beverly Hills at the time. And Denise denied it. And, um, basically brandy just doubled down and i was i had brandy wait is it true or not then because one's saying yes and one's saying no well i mean what's the reality that's up for the court of public decision to decide Put your fbi cap on because you always do that i mean it's probably true (laughs) i my gut tells me it's true but like who cares but the point is if denise wasn't ready to reveal her her sexuality in that public of a way not really brandy's Job. It wasn't no, but also, but I mean it kind of comes with the territory, but it's also not plain fair. But whatever.
4: Yeah. I just think what goes in the bedroom doesn't need to be spoken about, you know, unless you're both willing well, you're to you're on the wrong show, talk. Alexis. Well, I'm not on the show anymore, remember?
3: <laughs> no, you're on my show. You're on intimate knowledge.
4: Oh. You're the wrong well, no, podcast. No, no, no. For that, for me telling you stuff, yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, on national television, like if I'm here wanting to talk to you about it, I'll talk about my sex life with you. That's not a problem. But for me to sleep with somebody and then them to go discuss it later without me being involved in it or approving it is in, inappropriate. I, I just think, you know, so I think Brandy yeah. should have at least made sure Denise was comfortable with it. I don't know. That's just my two cents. Like, I'm
3: with you I, because that's so intimate and personal and like, well, it's, it's, it's saying you're bi also. It's like, and you know, you're outing her, it's outing her. And it's
4: that's, that person's believe me, coming from the territory I am right now with a child that is just outed. That is his journey. No one else's journey. So that's Denise's journey. Not anyone else's journey to bring it to light before anyone else is ready for that. You know, it's just right. Very and, my, and
3: my brother's gay. And I remember, I mean, he he's been out for gosh, 12, 13 years now. Oh, so cool. it's yeah. Didn't but, I- uh, Oh, you did it? That's something I didn't
4: know about you, and I, you really? talk about your brother a lot. So I can't believe we're really well, the conversation close. Conversation never came up because I who? Why are you going to just all of a sudden go? Yeah, my brother's gay. Unless there's a reason for topic, and now we're right. LGBTQ people. So you it know. doesn't it doesn't
3: matter. Yeah. All right. So this particular episode is from season ten, and I just I just kind of want to skip over the first part of the episode and go straight into the sex party. Because um, there's just so much that happened at the sex party. So Tamara and and um, Eddie, they debut their quote unquote sex tape, which which is really just a promo for their um, for their gym. I
4: thought it was clever. I liked it. Was it was clever. It was cute. I thought it I was it. funny. I was like the whole time I knew he was going to be stretching her out. But at the same time, it's like I, I, I just thought it was hilarious. I loved it. It
3: was, it was so funny. cute. So. Yeah. All right. So Jim and I are in the car on the way to the sex party. And I'm looking at us sitting next to each other. We don't see each other. I haven't I haven't hung out with this man, seen him. And here I am sitting next to him in a car. It's kind of an eerie thing to look at. It, it gives me a little bit of anxiety. Well, because that was your past. And then you haven't seen him for how many years now? And it's like, I like
4: if I see... And my kids are now starting to pull up episodes of me with Jim and oh they'll show it to me and they'll be like look how he talked to mom like look at this and i'm just like it, it makes me have anxiety i'm like i oh don't want gosh. to relive. i don't want to relive this i don't want to i don't want to see it i, I do not want-
3: think about that my kids are going to do the same thing yes. i mean for yes. it's forever there it's forever so guess what alexis jim called me yesterday he's not allowed to but he called me yesterday and i answered Like an idiot, and I—I well, you think it's
4: about a kid, or it's like some important. I always think it's some important information, you know. Like that's what I I was thinking. Yeah, because we're on we're on email only. You're on OFW, right? We're on OFW only. OFW only.
3: And so it was weird that he called. So I answered, and basically he was just telling me that he's never going to co-parent with me because he can't stand me. And I was like, Jim, we're just trying to figure out holiday schedules and how we're going to work this out logistically. Our our kids are four, four, and five. Like we have to. You need to see your kids. Yeah. yeah. You got to you got to know who's dropping off and who's picking up. They can't jump in their car. <laughs> no, right. They can't text. They can't call. Like they don't even call. So right. he's like, no, I'm never co-parenting with you. And unless you stop talking about me, I'm never going to co-parent. And I was like, well, you don't already. So you're threatening that. And by the way, you're, the you're hurting your kids.
4: That threat right there is hurting the kids, not you. That's not co-parenting with you. Doesn't matter because you love your kids and you'll take them full time. Who cares? That threat yeah. right there is so typical of certain individuals and yeah. It would do nothing but turn me the other way. And I'd be like, fine, don't co-parent. I'll just, I'll just take the kids. You don't need them on the holiday then.
3: <laughs> it's fine. I like getting breaks though. Like otherwise, well, I know. you know, it's getting nannies. It's so expensive to travel, but, and they should see their dad. They should know that their dad loves them. and And in, in whatever way that he's capable of, you only get one dad. Yeah. And by
4: the way, kids... From my experience, kids are very forgiving about like, you know, they they do want. Right, to love They are their parents. Well, think
3: about you. You know, you forgive yeah.
4: your parents. That's true. That's true. I mean, I I hated my mom for a couple of years, but then we ended up being best friends the rest of our. you know, when they're when you're it's in tumultuous. your teenagers years and you you don't want to be told no. And you think, you know, everything that the world ha- you, you think, you know, the world right when you're a teenager. Absolutely. I'm experiencing with my children now. Yeah. And it's like it doesn't matter because then it's it, it goes away. It's a, it's a short blimp. It's like, boop, but still be a mom and still do your job. They don't have to like you during those couple of years, but right. you know, your foundation's already set. My kids are my best friends, but I do have to be a mom first. Like I have to be a mom.
3: Yeah. So, and you're you know. a good mom. Well, yeah. It's so, okay. So back to the party. So yeah, Jim's sitting with me. It's so weird in the car. We walk in. How about all those wigs? <laughs> i loved
4: the wigs i think it's like and you know i'm a costume party girl like me too you know i want to dress up so love the and wigs. lizzie
3: loves wigs you, like lizzie i did, loved your look oh thanks. i love your
4: short look. yeah i'm like you should do brunette for a season Tamara calls me a, a slutty version Heather. of Well, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> i take that as a compliment cool perfect and then
3: <laughs> Yeah, no kidding, right? I know Heather's hot, but my my, okay. So my bustier was falling down though, and um, and I needed to change. You were like this, and a lot of the a lot of the foot, like you were like like pulling it up, like holding up my (laughs) bustier. And then I ended, I ended up changing shirts. I I traded my bustier for a bra with spikes on it with one of the bartenders there, and I freaking love that though. Wardrobe (laughs) change, not intentional, but it was so cool. In the scene with Heather in the bathroom and she's got leeches on her and I'm about to blow up. That got gross. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so gross. I could not watch the leeches stuff. No. It was nasty, but they fucked up the continuity because in one scene, I'm wearing the spiky bra. And then in the next scene, I'm back in the bustier getting undressed into the spiky bra.
4: Do you you know I noticed that? I did notice that. I totally (laughs) saw that and I was like oh my gosh because this is what they do like you know a lot of times when i was on they would have someone eye rolling at me or me eye rolling at someone and i'm like i never did that like that wasn't just, you're an right. to them. it's an eye roll about some other conversation and then they yeah. just, they just like put it in put it in there so yeah i, well, totally I love finding
3: that. those little easter eggs like that like with yeah. the continuity stuff
0: i'm like oh that's kind of cool <laughs>
2: Lazarus Naturals committed to improving your life as well as the world around you not available in Idaho Iowa or South Dakota
3: okay how about when Tamara by the way she looks really fucking hot but how about when she walks in and she's like we're not gonna talk about any drama with Eddie like come on bullshit I call bullshit Tamara there's never a time
0: she's a shit stirrer
3: (laughs) And she is just trying to like take away the responsibility for the drama that's about to go down because she knows it's going to go down.
4: That'd be like me saying, I am not picking my kids up from school today. I'm going to make them take an Uber. <laughs> like that's, kind of, that's how much that, that is so not true. Like Heather, or for, for Tamara to say that she's not going to talk about the drama. It's like, dude, okay.
3: I think a- I would, I think I would set an Uber for my kids, not my little kids, not my little, uh, that's all I have. But Eventually. If they were your at kid's age, I would totally say I'm, I'm
4: trying to overcome that, but I just won't do it. They have the apps on there. They're like, mom, I'll just take an Uber. I'm like, no, find a friend to take you home and I'll do one way. That, you know, it's like a whole logistics thing. I just, I just, my son, I would be fine. He's six, five. He's a
3: dude. I feel okay with yeah. him. He's 16. I just, don't I would be fine with him too. still. My twins, I get are it. Just, they're just still 15. So when your kid, you said your kids watch some of the episodes you're on, do they ask about them?
4: It's not. They watch, they, they have Googled, you know, like Certain scenes or certain things come up. I don't even know how they find it, right? Because it's like Stop. season five through eight are not played very often on Bravo. Like that's like no. like way back in time. Right. And they can play them like once and sporadically. Because then I'll get I'll get a DM or somebody on my Instagram. I'll be like, I just watched the episode of you. They just put it on TV. It's so weird because that's so many seasons ago, right? So many seasons ago. But yeah. My kids are like googling little scenes, and they'll be like, and they'll, they'll pull it up and be like, look, look at how, look at how that was. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like yeah. Be able to oh gosh, see everything. So find
3: everything. Oh, I, I'm, I wonder what my kids are going to say. There's going to be some questions. We're going to have some family meetings, I have a feel, feeling.
4: We do, once a month. Do my you? therapist tells you, you have to sit down right. once a month and figure out what's going on when the kids are this age.
3: Okay, so back to the party. This sex tape party, watching this party and how it's set up, it, it feels very amateur compared to how the parties are now.
4: I totally. Agree. Well, I think because we you know, we both just obviously rewatched the scene for this podcast. But the funny thing is, is that like... The the technology and production is so much better now. I'm like, right? Wow! And I thought it was so good back then, but I mean, there's a huge difference. It does seem amateur, but I'm proud of Bravo for like taking that plunge and doing a sex party. Because think about it, good point. That was a lot of years ago. Seven years ago, our world has changed and evolved a lot since then. And then it was, I was jaw dropped when that came. I was like. You know, kind of like when how ha- oh. uh, camera and Eddie had sex in the bathtub. I thought yeah. that, oh, was like
3: yeah. that, was that was like that was too crazy. You know, crazy oh sexy. Yeah. Crazy. How about the sex swing, by the way? The beginning of the party, we walk in, there's a sex swing. I had never seen a sex swing in my life, and there I see a never. sex swing. So are you supposed to jump on that and have sex together on that? I'm trying to figure
4: this thing out. Or are you I just don't to look sexy flying around your room and then turn the guy on and then
3: I went on a date one time with a guy in San Francisco and I walk into his house, it was really cool old converted warehouse, Bit, like huge. It was a really badass. But it was a house? Yeah, it was an old converted warehouse, like in. But into a house? Yeah, into a house. Yeah. Oh, it was cool. Okay. And in the basement, like the first floor, there was a sex swing. And I was like, uh, what's was this, this pre? Was like,
4: Wait, 50 Shades or post 50 Shades?
3: Post 50 Shades.
4: Oh, of course, he and put it he, in after Fifty Shades because he's like oh, he's, that should sexy. He said <laughs> that his girlfriend
3: like got him into it, and he's like, "We'll use that sometime." And I'm like, yeah, but "My question no.
4: is, when you're swinging on it, like when that's the first sex swing I'd ever seen too on that episode." Yeah, okay, what do you do? How do you have sex on the sex swing, or are you just flying around with your vagina? <laughs> or with your <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. How-
3: I think you have sex on the sex swing.
4: I don't know how you can both get on there and do that. Unless you're well, sitting I don't, on top of him. The only maybe way one is
3: person's just on the sex swing. And then the person on the swing is like swinging back and forth. Like, and the person's standing like, up. Insert is not, eject. Insert, insert eject. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, my visuals right now. I can't take I was this. Let's try to figure this out. So, okay. I say, Shannon you little whore, which I when I said Shannon Bedore, you little whore, Shannon and I are not in a great place right now. She was really close with Vicky at the time. I it was out that like I had said that Brooks didn't have cancer, so me saying Shannon Bedore, you little whore, was kind of like, um, that was it. That was that was, it was I was pushing the limits. I was pushing the limits there.
4: Yeah, but you guys already don't really your your personalities rub anyway. So
3: yeah, they do. Don't have to be best friends with everybody. Okay, wait. I I just looked up the sex swing. So look at all these. <coughs> Yeah, I was right. But, so one person stays so, stationary and the other person is on the swings. Okay. Let me see it again. I mean, I kind of want this. No, I kind of <laughs> do too. I just, I be Not we're like teenagers.
4: I got to wait. There's to like learn. a
3: 69 position. There's like, okay. Yeah, this looks good. This is fun. Okay. Yeah. Well, now oh, we know. Looks, change it up a little. That looks fun to me. See, you can learn something from the housewives. <laughs> And by the way, okay. Vicky comes in wearing white. I just, I did not like that. I, it irks me now. You can hear me on the episode. I was like, I'm like, she's trying to bring all attention to her. Yeah. You were upset. I was upset and I still am. I hate that. when if
4: somebody I don't else, like, I don't like when people don't take, like, like if you're going to go to a costume party, be part of the costume or don't go. I can't, or unless you're like just flying in and you just got landed and you just saw the invitation. I get last minute stuff, but if you've known about it, which you always do with these parties, is is participate or don't go, or just wear a
3: black dress, like, and then throw on a wig. How hard is that? It's not. It's not. And and I just don't like that. You know, I I think she was trying to say that she is an angel, but really she's a bitch because it was a theme party and she's saying fuck you to the party.
4: Yeah, it's almost like she wanted to look like a bride instead of a sex whore she wanted, you know, cause she is very non PDA. Like that's the one thing we have to think about Megan. Vicky no. does not like affection or anyone, like she is very anti PDA. Yeah, so- but she's like
3: made it a shtick when it's like not that deep. Mm.
4: Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying like being, a taking part in a sex party, is probably like a little bit. You know, I didn't go to Tamara's bachelorette party when we were. Right. I was still on.
3: That was a big was deal. Against, you didn't go to that.
4: It was against my more my my morals, and I was married, and it was against what he wanted, also. So it's like I just because I'm he's not a controlling, go. motherfucker. Well, yeah, but that yeah, true. <laughs> but looking in hindsight, now I would go because I am would you know single. I mean, I'm and I have Drew, but I'm you know I don't know, and I, I think Drew would probably be like go have fun, but I just don't. I don't have a lot of penises hanging around and stuff. I just don't. I don't want them. I mean, off it's gimmicky, stealing, you know. It's stuff, all just—it's yeah. just
3: gimmicky, you know. It's all just for for the occasion. It's not like you're actually going to take a penis yeah. and hook up with it. <laughs> I mean, unless you well, want some to. Some of them will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's their own thing. Um, yeah, don't go to a dream party and don't dress up. And then, okay, so so then we see Tamara's sex tape, which is really just a workout video. And I love watching the sex tape because I have such bad secondhand embarrassment. It's like a train wreck I can't turn away from because Tamara cannot act to save her life. Like no. she that's how you know that what you see is what you get with Tamara. Because just watch this, just watch her trying to act like it was like, like, like she's her- reading a script.
4: Well, yeah, that's the thing that there's an art to acting. She definitely can hang that hat up and be like, I can run a gym and I can be on reality TV, but I cannot act. She cannot
3: (laughs) act. She's like, Eddie, you are so sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Totally,
4: word for word instead of just.
3: (laughs) It's so funny. I love it. And the sex tape was cute. It was cute though. I thought it was cute. Did you think it was cute? I
4: I loved it. I thought it was so funny and clever and just happy. And I, I mean, I, it made me laugh at the end. Cause it's such a, pun, it was kind of a pun type thing. Like I just yeah, love
3: it. It's cute. Like, they're so cute yeah. together too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, the, he, the, the naked girl on the table with the sushi all over her body. I am not touching a piece of that sushi. I just don't want somebody's
4: dead skin cells on the bottom of my rice because it's sticky rice and it's going to stick there. Sure I, the whole time I would eat it, I'd be like, I'm actually eating a piece of her skin right now. Like just disgusting. Like I, ugh. but I, it was cute for the show and it's entertaining. It I get it, but I, I, yeah.
3: Like, I don't know if I feel like she's objectifying herself while well, she is objectifying herself, but I don't know if I'm like, okay, I feel empowered for her or I feel embarrassed for her.
4: There's nothing different than that than us women going out super sexy with our boobs popped up in the air like shit. we're objectifying ourselves, too, if we want to get all super sexy and hot. So, I mean, yeah. if that's her career and she chose to do that and is OK with it, then fine. She's, but she's just yeah. and I think, ma- Jim, took, I think Jim took a piece of sushi off her boob, by the way, your gym.
3: <laughs> Ooh, she's so gross like that. She had pasties on. I remember this. And um, she. I mean, Didn't someone say get up? Tell her to get up. They OK. Who Vicky did? was so rude, so rude. You know, she Vicky said to that girl, like, you should do something with your life. You should, and that's just so assumptive and, d- and disrespectful. It's just, it's, it's
4: just disregarding anything that that woman was standing for. Like, who cares? If, who cares? I don't care. I or
3: a girl. If you want to be naked with sushi, on you, go have it. do it. It's not my job to tell you. No, I just think it's so fucked up to approach somebody when they're clearly in the most compromised situation ever like she's naked right. she can't get up right. and now you're gonna like go confront her on by the way like, it's her job she's getting paid she's, she's making her way through med school so come on uh, judgy judgy i didn't like that you know I, I just think that vicky does things for for shock value sometimes instead of like doing the right thing and i think this is an example of it and i'm not saying that she's not saying what others aren't thinking but it's just disrespectful like that girl's a yeah. human she's a person treat her with respect agreed yeah and of course jim loves the fucking naked lady sushi yeah naturally like all i feel like jim <laughs> the word the name jim on any reality show is going to be the guy who likes the naked lady sushi let's just be honest <laughs> <laughs> um leave the
4: fifth on this one
3: and then, mm-hmm. okay, I think it's so interesting that Tamara announces at her sex party that she wants to be baptized. Talk to me about that Jesus jugs. No, exactly. It's like <laughs> it's so funny to me like just the just the
4: the, uh, what's the word, the uh, dichotomy between yeah. the two, right? Like uh-huh. we're are at a sex party where you you just did a porno, a uh, false porno. And now you're saying you want to be baptized, but Tamara does that for the show. Like she does that on purpose and intentionally, and she knows it's going to get people stirred and talking and it works because here she is back on season. What's this season 17. So she's back. Shit. She got fired. Yeah. She's back.
3: She did. I mean, we can't, we, we love Tamara or we, the collective, we love Tamara. I love, love her too, personally, but like, okay. So, You think, I I thought it was interesting how Eddie was like, oh, now all of a sudden you're like a Jesus freak. He says that to her. And Tamara, I think is a little bit surprised by that, but I like that reality, that realness of their relationship though. I do too. And I shows
4: that they're not just phony
3: and they are, they do really do have something. Well, and the way Tamara, I agree. And the way Tamara responds is, well, yeah, I, I told you I wanted to go to church and you basically like pushed me away. And to say that you are more like interested in growing your faith is a very vulnerable place to right. to put yourself, and so I understand why she might have like, you know, shrunk away from from sharing that more with him. Totally, and I think that it's important that they kind of came together. Obviously,
4: they came together at the end of all that, but right. I love that he called her out because it just—I mean—because a lot of times Eddie comes across like he's just this passive, like too easygoing kind of dude. But when he did that I was kind of like wow damn boy okay you call your you call your girl out right now yeah he did <laughs>
2: Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. And
3: then during this time, they do a flashback to when Tamara called you Jesus Jugs uh, back during the reunion. <laughs>
4: that sure stuck man Jesus Barbie stuck at first and then she changed it to Jesus Jugs because Jesus Barbie was too cute and then too she cute. went to Jesus Jugs. and I'm like okay so you you profess your faith at a sex party and now you're using his name in vain and calling me something that's sticking and actually it's like a national
3: <laughs> do you think that's using God's name like Jesus' name in vain to call you Jesus Jugs? It's, is that
4: the right maybe that's not the right terminology but it's doing something it's taking his name because you're only mm-hmm. supposed to use Lord, the Lord's name like you can't say oh gosh damn you can't say that yeah thank god right. anything you have to say only god when you're talking about the higher power right so the fact that she used it in a negative way maybe yeah in she did say it in a derogatory term, way to
3: you derogatory but it but it takes jesus's name and puts it derogatory so i don't that- know i don't i guess i see what you're saying yeah but overall i think it's i think it's really funny <laughs> I do too. Everyone, do. a lot of people think I need to like peg it and put it on t-shirts and
4: stuff. Like, you know, just, just own it and, and start making t-shirts. I mean, for it. it's
3: pretty funny. <laughs> you may as well. Why not? <laughs> if I were were you day. angry? Were you upset when she initially called you that? Well,
4: I just felt bad for Jesus. Cause I'm like, I sat here. I was the first reality person to ever bring Jesus to light and like had it in my, you know, in the, in the, what's it called? Our, 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 uh, you know, our, when uh, oh, God is my tagline tagline. Yeah. So I was the first one to do that. And so I'm sitting what here. What was it? Oh my gosh. I had a couple. There was, it always involved Jesus it was all, or God was always in like one of them okay. was the, no, the first season I was on because my faith wasn't as professed until they saw how much I talked about God on camera. And then they're like, the okay, first now, season. We're, yeah. now we're going, so my first season was, am I high maintenance? Of course I am. Look at me or something like that. Uh-huh. And then the next three seasons all involved God or Jesus in some way, like, like my husband is my King Jesus is my savior. My husband is my king or something like, you know what I mean? Like something like that. So they all, I don't remember the other two, but they all incorporated it. So that, and that, and that way, yes, it did. Going back to your Tamara question. It did yeah, hurt my feelings because I felt bad for Jesus. Cause I'm like, I'm sitting here trying to bring people to the Lord and do it in a positive way. And that just, it felt negative you know, and like it was hurting Uh my God and that that hurt my feelings. But then I got over it because it's, it's reality TV. Like, I mean, so many worse things were said to me on that show.
3: (laughs) I I think people also forget that we're, we're real people. We're humans with emotions and like we, it's a a very emotionally charged show. So we feel it, but you know what, when you said your husband is your King, no husband could be my King. I will always be his King. Always, Megan King. I will always oh, be my hey, husband's king. Yeah. Always.
4: <laughs> you to go back on the show. They need to re-make you redo that and say that line,
3: <laughs> right? That's like, line. ain't nobody gonna be my king. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm your, your king. I'm your freaking king.
4: Yeah, I noticed that you dropped you dropped Edmunds pretty fast, huh?
3: Goodbye.
4: Do you think I want to be associated with that? And no. my kids want me to hyphenate. Like, let's say if Drew and I ever did get married, yeah, would they would wa- they wanted me to keep it because I'm still a Bolino because I'm still them.
3: I like that. I have, I named all my kids' middle name King. So they're all Aspen King admins, Hayes King admins. So that's what they that's go cool. by. So yeah, I still have my name cool. in there, so, which is the yeah. same idea as what your kids want you to do. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Um, Tamara. Okay. Tamara caused me to prude because I won't let her touch my boobs. Isn't that funny? I wonder I mean, why. I mean, you're didn't. like the least prudest person I know. I know, but I used to be prude. I know.
4: Honey, that's when you're, when you're controlled by a a husband. I mean, both of us lost sight of ourselves for a very long time because we were controlled.
3: Yeah. Right. I mean, totally. Also, Tamara was, I was, I was 20, no, I was 30. And I feel like only in the last, only since Jim and I have split up. So only in the last three years, have I really come into my own sexually in a way that I feel very comfortable in. sex, Sex wise
4: sexually like your 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 aura or like sexually
3: like in the bedroom sexually in the bedroom asking what I want um going after what I want like being open to um like sexual experiences that is brand new for me and a part of me that I never explored
4: I'm I'm 40 so you're younger and I'm glad you got it younger I mean I was pretty much you know um I was um I, I chose to be celibate like the last three to five years in my marriage, right? Because I was just you did. Never, I Stop. was. Just, it was. Wait, how I do mean, you choose to be very, celibate with a
0: husband? I was, like I'm Jim. making
4: fun of saying it. I'm just like oh, okay, I just would okay. not have sex. I didn't want to at all. Yeah, that, God, no, do it, I don't right? blame you. And so and so, it's so funny because now it's like I'm 40. I've been with Drew for four years, so four, almost four years. So 40, about 41, is when uh-huh. I came into my own, and I am. Totally different human being as far as that goes, and I love all of it.
3: <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, same. Like, yeah, it, it took like, me a long time to realize that. Like, I didn't know how um, how important it was for me to be sexually not only intimate but like have that sexual chemistry i just assume like yeah. well anybody has sexual chemistry you just put that's the penis so in the vagina true. not true no no, no. not true at all. just because you have a
4: penis and you have a vagina those two don't necessarily go together and it does not make for anything great in the bedroom that is for sure <laughs> i mean
3: yeah okay so the end of this episode like toward the, towards the end that's when when the heat turns up with vicky so she tells me that I'm not a nice, am not a nice person, but she'll accept my apology. But like I said, this and conversation's not over; it's just begun. And I called Jimmy over to come, like you know, give me some freaking backup. You're my husband; yeah. stand by my side. That's what you do. And it, yep, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed that's not to do. What happened in, a in your case? No, and you know, you know what he said. So Vicky talks to Jim when I walk away, and Vicky tells Jim, "Call me when you're divorced in five years." Well, I mean, that was very prophetic of Vicky like because we didn't know she
4: was it we didn't know she was so psychic but <laughs> she's a psychic
3: she's a psychic because she doesn't believe in psychics and yet she's a psychic because Jim and I split up the day after our five-year anniversary so <laughs> that is crazy literally you walked out wait you guys
4: separated that day the day after your five-year anniversary
3: literally the next day like the, it, so did you the
4: celebrate end. your five-year and like yeah like, we went to dinner. And wine and then all of a sudden it was like whoop I'm out now the next day
3: yeah. Okay. So we went to dinner and we have dinner and it's like not going well. Right. And he bought me a pair of Chanel boots and a pair of jeans for my birthday. I opened them up before I went to dinner. I was like, thank you. But it was awkward. Why is your birthday and anniversary the same around the same time? Obviously. I'm sorry. That was for the anniversary, not my birthday. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so he got me boots and jeans for my anniversary. So I go, so we go to dinner the next morning. Um, shit goes down. Like I end up calling the police because I feel like it's just drama, drama, drama. Like you can Google it if you that want That night at dinner. No, the next day, the next morning, oh, the next morning. So that's okay. when Jim leaves. Well, when he left, he took my presents with him. You never <laughs> got
4: the Chanel boots? No. Well, I not that you can't just go buy them yourself, but that's a, a scumbag move. I know, right? Let me it's have so those $5,000 boots and go get my money back.
3: <laughs> Whatever. He can have the freaking boots. Right. Hey, he probably won them for himself. Uh, but, or his so, Now Vicky. <laughs> yeah, right. So Vicky says that of all of the housewives, I'm her most hated housewife. She says that like she, she likes you the blocked. least of all housewives. She literally says she hates me. Oh, my gosh. Well, you guys have you guys rub
4: anyway. Your personality is just rub kind of like. Wait, why? How do you I, like? Why do you think that? I could just tell even on that episode, like I haven't watched a lot of your season for a long time. Uh-huh. Right. Because It's been seven years ago. But even right. in that episode, I could just see your guys is like rub. But I think Vicky rubs with a lot of people, I think it's, you know, she's not the easiest person to get to like, she hated me at
3: first. I mean, Vicky blocked me on Instagram. She hates me. I'm still blocked. I've been blocked for years. I I don't know if
4: I am, but I know that a lot of people think when the Tamara and Heather lawsuit went down with Jim Bellino, my ex, a lot of people think I have a part of that. And I want to know part of it. I wouldn't get involved. And I was asked several times to become a part of it. And I just said, I am removed. That is my ex husband. I want nothing to do with it. Um, but, but I noticed that Vicky jumped ship. Like we were good friends for quite a Mm. while, like for, I don't even know. And then when that all happened, I feel like Vicky had to, Uh, I feel like Tamara probably said you have to choose sides or something and, and Vicky (sighs) jumped ship. But that also shows I'm not, I'm not up for friends that aren't loyal and friends that are wishy-washy. I'm just not, I don't have time. I don't have any desire.
3: Uh, what about Heather? Are you friends with her? Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. You guys like get coffee and stuff.
4: Um, I think we would if we we text every so often, and our kids were in a lot of plays together a couple of years ago, and um, oh, okay. you know, theater and stuff together. So we'd see each other at all of that stuff. But um, and then James went to one of her kids' birthday parties, and then uh, oh
3: yeah, you know, they so are was, friends.
4: Yeah, but I mean they kind of lost because t- now they're both in high school. Both the kids at this point were in middle school. Yeah, uh, Heather's Coco and James, and um, they or not Coco. It was um, I forget which one Cat. it was. Now. Cat was cat. Yes, it was cat. Mm-hmm. So James and Cat were close at that point and then um you know, but when you go to high school things just start things change. I mean, if they saw right. each other, they'd still hug and say hi because they were in plays together and stuff, but right, they right, really right. had a lead role mm-hmm. together, which was really cool and fun to watch.
3: I think this is really an iconic episode. Like there's always memes referencing the 5 year thing. Vicky talks about how she hates me so much and this was the beginning of the Brooks investigation into his fake cancer because oh, this yeah. was I told Jim I would stop investigating, but I didn't. And I doubled down and I figured it out, but that's why Brooks didn't go to the sex party because he, he well, couldn't take, he was getting outed heat. right uh-huh. around then.
4: Yeah. He was getting outed. And, um, you know, he did speaking about this, this is really interesting. He, this is when Vicki and I were still really good friends. Right. And mm-hmm. I was one of the only people that had her back. And this is such a, a cool thing. I'm about to tell you. So uh-huh. Brooks was literally so good at faking this to even Gemini, I, like Jim, uh-huh. my, X Jim doesn't like. I mean, he 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 him and Brooks got along really good. Okay. Okay. So Brooks is supposedly yeah, just just out, right, just getting out of chemo, right? Or, or one of his treatments, uh-huh. and so you know, Vicky calls me and says, Brooks is at home. He's sick, sicker than a dog. I'm at work, this and that. So I called Jim, Jim runs Brooks, some soup and you know, some things just to make him feel better. And Jim, I remember Jim telling me, cause he called me right after he was like, man, he looks like shit. He's in his robe. He looks like he just threw up. He'd said he'd been in the bathroom thrown up. He looks horrible. I didn't want to stay very long. Oh, like he literally did such a good acting job. Brooks a did psycho. that he convinced Jim and me. You know, cause I'm like, that's why I stuck up for Vicky so many, much on that because I was like, no, we literally have been at the house
3: when he is sicker than a dog. So there you go. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on and updating us about your life and talking about this episode. This It's so much fun to go back and talk about these episodes and what actually went on behind the scenes. And it's, you you understand that. So, so thanks for doing it with me. Yeah, super fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Good to see ya. All Hi, right. You too. Bye, honey. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Intimate Knowledge. We went over a lot and we have some juicy info from Alexis. So thank you for that, Alexis, because if I know, you know. Okay.
1: Subscribe to Intimate Knowledge on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.